Hello and welcome back to Rebel Air, a Star Wars animated series fancast. I'm your host, Greg. I'm Kaki, and Greg is uh, rescuing me from my own plucky defiance of an of where did the monkey go? I'm sorry. I thought it'd be really funny and like summarize the episode, but then I realized, oh shit! Now the the TV show Rebels is the Empire. That doesn't. Oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> is is swooping? Yeah okay. There's something about is swooping in with the rest of the rebels to rest. Whatever. I'll get the next one. Today we're talking about season three, episode. <laughs> Episode 9, Iron Squadron. Probably not 9, I don't think. I think maybe 7, Greg. <laughs> it's gonna Fuck. be one of those ones. Yeah. How did I get that? Okay, episode episode 7, Iron nine Squadron. 9 is right out. <laughs> Written I'm, by... Yes? Written by Matt Miknovitz and directed by Saul Ruiz. Great, great. Uh, and above my capo, the crew of the Ghost encounter a fearless crew calling themselves the Iron Squadron, successfully attacking an Imperial transport alone. Aboard their ship, Hera and Ezra try and convince the squadron's captain, Mart Matten, to join the rebellion. But after Mart refuses the offer and leaves his crew with the rebels, he's ambushed by the Empire and it's up to the Ghost to save him. So this... <sighs> I... I'm still, just, I'm still just like just like in shock with myself over like what I've done. So th- this, th- <laughs> just because you, you you got thrown off and then like I got thrown off just by my own like just uh, no, misnumbering apparently. But- yes, exactly. <laughs> numbers are numbers are tricky. Come on, we're doing our best here. No, so so, so this is an episode that, like every time that I've kind of heard it discussed, I've kind of heard it just kind of get like a little scoffed at and just kind of like oh, it's the yeah, hair, it's like right? that. Yeah, it's like it's like an episode that's there and like. Going back and rewatching, it's like okay, this is definitely like a goofy one, but like, I mean, like a goofy movie, it's worth going back to. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, you're right. Like a there's, goofy movie holds up. It it really does, and there's good like self actualization there, and there's actually good just like emotional like resonance there, which I think is is really the case in here because there's some really yes. good uh, moments in here. There's also some kind of dumb stuff, with, like, but yeah. So Kaki, we're let's just get all the names out of the way right away because I have well, them written down. So we have Mart Matten, who's the leader. He has the fancy lad hair. There's Gooty. I don't know the spelling, but she's the the punk rock girl and the equivalent of Sabine. Yes. Right? In the way that Mart is mirror Ezra, she's mirror Sabine. Then there's Joner, the good-natured big dude, who's the mirror for I guess Zeb. Yeah, I guess Zeb, just like the big this big and and like space waffles. Actually, yeah, yeah. Zeb did like space space waffles. It does yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does work. And then we have R three in place of Chopper. So, and, and we have the, the planet R2 Mike Sanctu Capo. Cowl. Yes, which I also I sort of guessed the spelling. Ah, uh, and then I went no, I went with a C instead of a K. I shouldn't have hedged. Let, let's just stop and take it and have a little think here. Like all of these different names. Do you just do you have any idea on what they, this could be? Oh God, it's one of those things again. So a sushi menu. What do you think? Well, well, I mean, Joner, I know from Starship Troopers, I think. No, 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 no. Alien Resurrection, played by Ron Perlman. Oh, yeah. That character was Joner. Oh, yeah, because I just, I watched that like a couple weeks ago, actually. Oh, yeah, excellent. 
apparently Ron Perlman just like destroyed the back of his uh, kneecaps on doing like the hanging stunt. Like he didn't discover that into the shower. He's like, oh, where's my skin? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I nearly drowned in the fantastic underwater scene. And Oof. he utterly ruined uh, Sigourney Weaver's incredible shot. And so did the camera person. Right? She throws a basketball over her shoulder and, and swishes it. And the camera person did not pan up far enough so you could catch the ball. Like, I always believed she was throwing it up to someone on a catwalk. Cat, you know, one person catches it and throws it in, uh, and, and lands it. If I remember correctly, that was like the 50th take or something like that. Like, and, and they were all just like, okay, if you don't do it this one, we're just going to CG it and just like call it a day. Like, come on, come on, Sigourney. She's like, I'm Sigourney Weaver. You just paid me like a truckload of money. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then Roll Perman, as soon as it happens, he turns to the camera and goes, holy shit. <laughs> we're acting. Oh, yeah. I forgot we were acting. Well, okay, so, so so we have we have all these names. This is Mark actually Joner R three, yeah, and my capo. They're all based off of like the the producers for uh, the Star Wars show for Star Wars.com or for uh, Rebels Recon. So this <gasps> is all. So yeah, Goody so is named after after, uh, after uh, Andy, uh, Gutierrez. Andy Gutierrez. Yes, yes. Ah. Uh, my capo is named for Mickey Capo Ferry, the executive producer. Oh. Uh, Martin Matten is named and designed after Matt Martin, and he's got like Ramones hair, like one hundred percent like Johnny Ramones hair. <laughs> I know it's luscious. John or Jin is de- designed after John Harper. It's R three. Do you got anything for that? I I I didn't see anything for R three, unfortunately, which is oh, a shame because he's it's like probably someone's favorite. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, like R3's designs, like his color pattern, it reminds me of like ridiculous 90s, like bright neon colored jackets. Oh, yes, I know what you mean. Yeah, the parachute fabric. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Before I forget, uh, let's go and check in with the Bothan Report. Kaki, this one isn't a Bothan Report. This is the Gunray Report, but but not because of what we (gasps) thought it was. Not because of what we thought it was. Darth Sidious, what? which is to say, just like myself from a few weeks ago, promised us peace, <laughs> and Tonks betrayed this peace. I'm so oh, so. No. I'm sorry. I'm a little frustrated by this because I thought we were done, but apparently what? Imperial Super Command Tonks has just decided to declare <laughs> warfare again because. Right. Phoenix Home is the only designation for the converted medical frigate that was destroyed by Darth Vader. I've triple checked this. Okay. Tonks goes on about just like the destruction of Phoenix home. He, his, his, his command carrier. I cover every single point that he uh-huh. makes in my rebuttal because I'm sorry. I am frustrated <laughs> by this because so, so like I, I opened 30 Wikipedia pages for every single ship that the, that the, that Phoenix cell has ever flown because I was just like, I, I thought we were done, but apparently we're not. So let's go through them. Okay. So that's wait, what does the gun ray report do? I'm, the the like, gunner reports. I thought we we had peace, but we don't have peace apparently. So I'm okay. being sliced open by this Bothan report. <laughs> I'm just. I'm, I... Okay. And what? So this is. Is this? This is, what's this is all about Double Jeopardy. Home. It's about Phoenix Home again. We said it okay, was going to be wrong for a few episodes, but apparently, apparently, we're relitigating this. So this is this is the all last right. one. This is the last one because I opened too many Wikipedia pages for me to accept it anymore after this. Yes. So am I to understand just one more thing? Am I, please, please, please. Am I to understand that I'm the sort of arbiter now? That this is between you and one of our beloved listeners. Yeah. Okay. Who, I, 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 I want to be, be very clear. Yes. I know Tonks. 
it's, I, I appreciate talking so much, but I thought we were free of this. <laughs> and then this no, okay. Again. As long as I know, look, I'm going to put on my wig and, a, and like a, 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 a scepters. The arbiters have that. I don't know. I'm into this now. Okay, uh, if you may proceed. If you're a Q version, with... of, if you're a Q art like judge, then yes, you do have that's... like that big staff. Yes, I will give you yes, that. Yes, I do. And I've got <laughs> that sort of. Oh, I've got to sort of wrap some sort of bin liner around my head. Yes, yes. Okay, I'm set up. Okay. Wow, this this so... throne is on a rickety arm. That is a long drop. Uh, yes, yes. You may, you may, uh, you may make your your uh, opening arguments. Will be accepted now. Yes, please. Okay. So the the, the first one is the Pelta class medical frigate, the original Phoenix home. That's the one that was destroyed by Darth Vader. Then we had the Liberator, which is the Corvette with a blue paint job on it, that was referred to as Phoenix Home in Stealth Strike at a minute fourteen seconds when Sato is sending the distress <laughs> signal, and they repeat that ten seconds later. So then, but then we have the, the then we have the imperial light carrier, the the cool looking like uh, guitar pick uh, looking yes. thing that's like the flying yes. hanger, which is is named the Phoenix Nest, but it was referred to as Phoenix Home by Commander Sato in the Forgotten Droid at 14 minutes and 20 seconds. The Hammerhead Corvettes are the Lightmaker, Amity's Arrow, and Duchess Senna. The Corvettes under Sato's command are the Liberator and Transport One and an unnamed one. Transport 1 was destroyed in the B-Wing episode. We also have several Taylander shuttle. The only one that I can ever see was ever named is the Chandrilla Mistress. And then we have the Corellian YT-2400 light freighter that we see in the episode you're listening to right now. It's not the dumb name we give it, which you'll find out, and it's a great dumb name, but it is in fact called Sato's Hammer. I don't like that as much as our dumb name, so I'm going to call it the dumb name you'll hear in this episode. So... That is every ship that I see named in the fleet, three of which, the ones we talked about, were called Phoenix Home by Commander Sato himself. So I maintain that I think it is whatever one he is on is Phoenix Home because he's the one that, that takes it over. Tonks, you're a wonderful human being. I'm so sorry, but this is, this is my, my frustration. I want peace. <laughs> <laughs> and I will now like descend my. Uh, I'll, 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 okay, no. First, first, I'm gonna I'm gonna return to chambers and and consider my verdict. Okay, Greg, psst, over here. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't want Tonks to hear. Tonks, take your headphones off. This is some real nerd shit. But <laughs> okay, here's here's where I am. I'm really really impressed with this. Like, I wanted to make some joke about, oh yeah, I, I put on my headphones. Is he still talking about nerd shit? But I, I can't. I was riveted. This is this is amazing. But this is introducing a new mm, dynamic between us and our listeners, whom we adore. Now, should we should we be counterattacking? Is what I'm like. The it's only reason, we go. the only reason, we we did this like for every Bothan report for like a month and a half, relitigating this back and forth. I thought we declared peace, and I even said, "Hey, maybe wrong for a couple of episodes. Just give us that, give us that little bit of grace." <laughs> I asked for that little bit of grace, and and and, and it the, was not delivered. The super command tonks attacked and just destroyed the entire the protectors. Whoa! Was okay, episode. so this. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know, but like, so this really is a reverse bottom report where not only are you on the counteroffensive, but you're also creating new canon. <laughs> it's, it's, right, you're also creating your own fanfic. I'm just, it, I'm just it, walking it through with you. 
in bold, in bold, on all of those ships and on Wikipedia is also called Phoenix Home. Also called Phoenix Home. So I'm sorry. Like, that's... I, I maintain, like... Yeah, no. It, this is so weird because, like, all of this should not be listened to. Like, I hope the Tonks still has their, their headphones off. It's, it's weird to take a sidebar from a podcast that you're still putting out but expecting the listeners not to listen to because this is just between you and me. I... Okay, so what we're agreeing is that a counteroffensive is like something that we do now, <laughs> I, right? Because this sets a precedent. The only reason I did a counterattack is because I thought we were done. After so many Bothan reports, I thought we were done. I asked for peace. <laughs> Greg, and I didn't get it. You don't need to convince me, baby. <laughs> I'm chop. <laughs> I'm well, chop in this. You you tell me, hey, Kaki, I've got an idea, but it does mean an escalation. And my response is, I am in. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, let's. Well, no I, I, questions I, asked, baby. Okay. Like, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna just just keep giving keep keep giving give us to talks because this is half bottom support and half rebel intelligence. So he rolled a ninety-two, and he took half of it. Yikes. So forty-six. And he what? So oh, he, okay. he have yeah. it because it's, it's half and half. Continually confused by the Phoenix home debacle, 92 Bothans set out to get to the bottom of this. But due to a freak accident in hyperspace, half of them traveled back in time to wind up on Phoenix home just after Sato evacuated the ship. 46 Bothans doomed to die when Phoenix home was destroyed completed their mission and stashed the information in a safe location. When the other 46 picked up the wreckage, they found a note confirming that the only ship that bore the name was the, that the only ship that bore the name was Phoenix Home, which was that one, which, mm, mm. Yeah, okay, no, but clearly, clearly that is legends now, right? It's not canon. <laughs> I, I, I'm so sorry, Tonks, for doing this to you. You're, you're, I, thank I'm, you. You're great. You're great. You're great. Let's move along to the next one. I, <laughs> that was a long one. <laughs> oh, great. So, so, so another, another beloved listener that we get to absolutely savage bring no, it on no no the only one we can the only other one we can horny now is zach but that's just because it's zach yeah yeah so yeah oh the, we're coming for you buddy the, this next one is from sherry l yay after all that energy i'm so sorry for <laughs> it's a come down now <laughs> yeah just, uh, no but this is great this is great sherry l is a delight just a small one according to the art book of star wars rebels Sabine was actually the one to add the laser cannons and turret to the Phantom 2. Good looking out on her part. Because you were not huh. sure, how, like, why does the shuttle have turrets? Sabine decided yes, that she that's... had to just arm everything. Yeah, no, I, I, that's... A spoon, it needs a blaster else? on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was, I was saying who else, but like literally all of them. <laughs> yeah, really? Right? <laughs> Gonna put guns on it. I mean Zeb especially. Ooh. So three Bothans died for this. Via an interdimensional portal, the Rebels' art book fell into the hands of three unfortunate Bothans who read it and had an existential crisis so bad it fried their brains too much. Whoa. <laughs> Which hey, uh, we we've got a lot of sort of timey wimey dimensiony dimension women dimensiony. Uh, yes, going in on. This like one. apparently it's... hyperspace can do time travel and now also interdimensional portals. I, I mean, I also just appreciate the fact that that is like some some actual like Eldritch horror because like Eldritch, Eldritch horror is like oh you you saw too much into like the the universe and how it really operated like you were like an ant and suddenly knew what it was to be like a human and then like you went back to being an ant it's like oh no 
but movies just so like Eldritch Horror just being like, oh, that's really ugly. I, it's terrifying. I lose my mind. It's like, okay, movies. Thank you, Sherrielle. Yes, thank you, Sherrielle. Let's go from time stuff to music stuff. So from <gasps> Kaleidoscope for, for Kelly. Yay! Cocky expressed curiosity about uh, the actor's musical talents. I found a clip of Lars Mikkelsen singing a Russian song on a television show. This is actually uh, the this is actually the American version of House of Cards. Grand Animal Thrawn's art appreciation extends to Russian folk songs. Whoa! He was okay. Out of all the people that I thought would have some sort of musical career, he was not the one I thought it was going to be. But now I'm desperate to look up which song it is because i wonder if it's one that i know i've i've been i've been taught a few russian folk songs i know i know kachusha uh, a few bars of that uh lars nichols i'm just checking with my good friend uh, schmoogle uh, yeah that's one that's not one <laughs> kurbeniki yes i know that one uh, uh oh, oh it's uh, you know it as the tetris one you're 100 right so i'm gonna link the, the video to that in the, yeah. in the description just for anyone that's, that's curious what we're uh ranting around about but uh rebel intelligence no bothans died oh great uh, but, uh yes because it's yes yes so, so so thank you for thank you that for kelly but a group of bothans decided to stay out late and sing karaoke at the bar they encountered the errant bothan who was searching for kalani in turn, the partygoers dragged the traveler into a drunken rendition of Hotel California. The next morning, they woke up with a moderate hangover. The errant Bothan decided to spend another night with the karaoke regulars. While he was repairing his ship, the other Bothan purchased a box of Ivarajuri mm, of spicy noodles. I'm sorry, I don't know how to say that. I believe in you. As the wandering Bothan turned to go, the other Bothans presented the takeout container to him. After thanking them for the food, the errant Bothan bid the others farewell and resumed his quest. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. These, so she's continuing her own lore. These are so, so ridiculous. And, uh, and I, it, I mean, it with so much love and just uh, <laughs> affection, uh, which I feel like I have to say doubly so after half berating <laughs> After rating one of our one of our listeners for a little bit there. No, it's okay. We this this only makes our oh no god that's an awful precedent. I was going to say that you know the the, the fact that we can sometimes bare our teeth means that our our affection is only the more sincere. But hey, that's that's how bad people do relationships. Yeah. So let's not do that. Yeah, I I will I will have to uh, do a penance. Uh, <laughs> to, to, yes, to make it up to tongs I, for for what I've just done. Hey, I think we can do this. Like as long as I put on a special hat, which I think is very important for legal proceedings, <laughs> then at least we have that sort of degree of right. Because you can trust me that if I think that you're you're descending into madness and despair, which, I'll pull you out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have to like kind of circle that drain of just dark, dark thoughts. We do, we, do, we had to just like, oh no, let's let's. Let's not let's not think that. That's <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. And when it happens to me, you rescue me, and I've got your back just the same. We'll 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 be each other's dead stormtrooper that helps us get out of the sarlacc. Uh, yes. So so, so yeah, I watched one episode of the Book of Boba Fett because you said it was okay. Thank you. Yes, yes, I did. Uh, so, so like going on, not a Bothan report, but the I did get a name back for the anonymous memer. Memer. Yes, that's Ooh, a fun one. Yes, yes. We'd asked for a code name. 
Yes. We should have just called them Fulcrum. Oh, damn it. That, make, that makes more sense. I just, but, why didn't we? But, okay, no. Because we're dumb. What? We're dumb sometimes. Because the name they chose is Canned Gel Meat. Canned Gel Meat? So, so this is from The Joiner King by Troy Benning, which is the first in the Dark Nest trilogy, which is a Legends uh, book series. Because the, 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 the listener picked up the book, saw the phrase Canned Gel Meat, and apparently it stuck in her head. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I actually, I actually found the quote just on Google Books, just randomly, just trying to search up like words on w- Wikipedia. But apparently, did Nana say you could have a whole can of gel meat, young man? Mara asked. So it's even a Mara Jade quote. So yes, I am here for this. <laughs> Thank you, can gel meat. Uh, we, we we have the last oh, one. Oh shit, here. we're still in. There's more. Yeah, we, we have we have the last. Sorry, one. I, that was that was my sustained end of Bothan reports laugh. So oh no no uh, because because now we have okay. We, we, this this is the last one, but it's the book of Palpatine. <laughs> okay. Which is so dumb. So you had asked for the tragedy or the ballad of Sabine's blasters. Uh, the the instrument. Yes, the instrument. As so, I recall, yes. It is a three-paragraph, but they're three-long-paragraph story for The Ballad of Sabine's Blasters, a Bothan report. That... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have our own anthology series now. No Republic scientists out of Coruscant were sent to Concord Dawn to investigate why the moon chunks are all explodey like that and not succumbing to the relentless forces of gravity. Stowed aboard the crate where their very precise gravity measuring equipment was being held was a small orphan girl. Evalog was her name. Her only name, actually. No parents, so no last name. She may have been a secret Palpatine. Who really knew? <laughs> a few... <laughs> A few years back, some chief clothes got loose on the sub-levels of Coruscant and started causing havoc and telling anyone who would listen that they were the Senate, that, but they were defective and couldn't wield the force, and the new Republic commandos quickly took them out. Whoa. Uh, back to the story, though. Evalog <laughs> stayed... Evalog? Oh, this is probably something to the name. Evalog stayed quiet while the new Republic scientists loaded the crane on board the science vessel. She had hidden there when the other orphans chased her chased after her after she stole some bread. So she found a quiet crate that the New Republic hadn't touched in years and ate her food and took a nap. Good on you. She didn't really know where they were taking her and didn't care. Any place was better than the slums of Coruscant. One hyperspace trip later, the crate was unloaded on Concord Dawn and her secret was out. The scientists, despite some minor annoyance, weren't mean to her but really couldn't watch over her as they had work to do so she was able to explore the planet as she saw fit. She'd never seen a world not crawling with humanoids before, so sparse and so desolate. She'd been exploring the canyon floor one day and stumbled on some painted blasters. Some super nerd <gasps> might know the names of them, but all she knew was that they had pretty pants in them and went pew pew when she shot them. Thanks, Zach. Thanks, Zach. <laughs> long story short, she got a ride back to Carter Sand from the scientist after a long period of target practice shooting rocks and so forth in the canyon and decided to become a bounty hunter. 
She had a really cool and unique mask that was cooler than Darth Vader's, Boba Fett's, and Kylo Ren's combined. <laughs> oh, man, if you could only see it. But that's not how reading works. Uh, that's more a picture thing. Anyway. So, okay. Okay, so we've transitioned from, like, hard-hitting noir to just some some random, like, is, is chess this, gentleman in the park. Having no clue what this is actually like, is this what Dirk Gently's, like, holistic detective agency is like? Not in the least, and yet at the same time, also, yeah. <laughs> so, not at all, but also completely yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay. good gently for you. Okay, uh, it's more of a picture thing. Uh, anyway, so one time she was rounding up the geriatric Hondo Onaka, who was still up to his old tricks and still old, powerful people money. He's very chatty. I'm very much not wanting her to take him to the huts. He kept commenting on her blasters and their paint job. She'd seen many wrecks of ships out there with similar paint jobs, so she knew the artist was out there. Hondo was very adamant that if she let him go, he would tell her who made the artwork. There was a comedic back and forth, and Hondo double-crossed her a few times, but she got the name Sabine Wren. She had her plucky droid search the holonet and old Imperial records for the name, and a lot of it was redacted with the hashtag KeepKakiPure. <laughs> <laughs> but she was able to find a location tied to the name, Lothal. Oh, and she killed a lot of Bothans. Someone who had family on board the second Death Star had a vendetta. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> uh, thank you, you know, Zach. Thank you. We should have read that in our nerd voices, because... This is pretty much how my friend, my school friend Chris, whom I haven't spoken to since we were both 16 or whatever, <laughs> like, related several novels to me, like, condensed like this. Oh, and, oh, it was brilliant. Okay, I got this, like, I've been sitting on this and haven't, and haven't seen this yet. So this has been just, like, mulling me, and I've been, like, worried about this, because 75 Bothans died. Where's that? Today's a sorry, day, folks. Sorry, guys. And he gave us a link, Kaki. I haven't what? clicked this link, and I am terrified, but I think he's revealing his master plan. Should I install a plan. VPN before I do this? Where are we I, going? I, I asked him, is this going to give us a virus? And he said, oh, just some malware. Great. Okay, well, uh, I'm going to, like, air gap and... Uh, okay, we click it together. Clicking. Oh, fingers crossed, eyes closed. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mr. Mendeleev is an ally of, of uh, Darth Sidious because what we have here, ladies and gentlemen, are the atomic numbers of elements whose symbols spell out P. So we have phosphorus, aluminium, uh, protactinium, I didn't know that one, titanium, neon, tungsten, iridium, sulfur, oxygen, nitrogen, cerium, molybdenum, and rhenium, which together spell Palpatine wins once more. <laughs> Zach, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Zach. <laughs> this is incredible. Okay. This 
Okay, I, I, so, so, it's like, I, he, cause he's been, he's been just hounding me, just like, when you're recording, when you're recording, when you're recording, it's like, Zach, like, <laughs> stop, just, just leave me be, like, I, I have work to do, and, 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 and I, I told him, it's like, you know, you can't follow up, like, you just completely just, like, destroyed us last time, like, how are you gonna follow this up, and, and he, he wins once more, oh, uh, I'm proud this of myself. Is, this for is a worthy follow-up. By the way, this is a worthy follow-up, Zach. Yeah, and I'm proud of you too for pronouncing that because I don't think I could have. Thank you. <laughs> I I hate it so much. No, I. I'm just I'm just so satisfied. This is like watching a a, a well played sports game. That's what they're called, right? Matches. Who knows? It's it, it, it like it's like, it's like a really good like uh, uh, chess match. It's like okay, like you you outplayed me. I hate it. Yeah, I hate yeah, it. This but... is like the immortal game. There is no way that I was thinking. And oh god, I mean it's so clear now. They're all under like two hundred and fifty, but it would never have occurred to me. And I'm a huge fan of the periodic table. I think it's a great invention. What like. When I when I think about what it must be like to drop a bunch of acid, I think about the moment that Mendeleev realized, "Holy fuck, <laughs> these numbers! Look at these numbers, dude!" Well, uh, but then in Russian, which <laughs> I would be I like, keep, I, "I keep just 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 like like I keep thinking oh, over and I look over at my screen again and I see it again. I just start giggling up like an idiot again. It just keeps." Uh, I know. Okay. I know. So I've just watched you descend into madness over it. So that's why I was I was doing my little my little anecdote there to keep everyone distracted. Hey, I'm really impressed that that oh impressed and a little bit disappointed almost that our our army of listeners of our rebel intelligence was not able to crack this code. That was an impressive feat of cryptography. Yeah, I just I knew this was gonna happen again, and I just good job. I'm just defeated. But okay, let's let's get back in the episode so you can find out the dumb name that we gave <laughs> Sato's hammer. <laughs> so here we are over my capo. I had a bunch of notes here that I can very sort of summarize. Okay, they're here to rescue some sympathizers. God, planets seem awfully small in Star Wars, right? There's only like eight people on a given planet that need to be taken. Whatever, whatever. Not important, certainly not for, for an episode of this scale, because this whole ass planet is apparently being protected by one little ship, and I want to know more about this design. Is it also an early Millennium Falcon design? Because it has so, this, right? So, okay, pickles. Yes, because what we end up seeing is a very familiar looking uh, ship to people who were fans of, the, of Shadows of the Empire. This is oh. this is the YT twenty four hundred. It's not the Outrider, but it's the same class right. of ship as as Dash Rendar's Outrider from Shadows of the Empire, and it was actually designed by Doug Chang for the special edition. But they were doing Shadows of the Empire about the same time that they're doing the special edition. So it's like, oh, right. that's a really good design. Hey, I we're just gonna like take that, and it's funny because like it is technically in a New Hope uh, any edition since ninety seven. But huh. it's so in the background that it's it might as well not even be in there. Like, because all you can really see that, is like the drive trail. 
Yeah, okay, but that argument does not hold water when it comes to Star Wars. Oh, oh, I if know. I'm, screen, I'm well aware. I'm well right. aware, but just like like it, it has a, it has this, like this. No, it, but okay, because because basically it's like the the circular design of like the 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 Falcon without the little outward second prongs and more cockpit section on the right. So it's just like a a lopsided Falcon. Yeah, yeah. That makes that's that's. That feels like a good... Um. <laughs> and flattened a bit. It looks a bit flatter as well. But I, I really like it. It looks, it looks really tough. And so as the ghost crew, a limited selection of the ghost crew, no, they're, they're, they're all in there, including, which I thought was a weird choice, cannon on a cannon turret. Yeah. Like, that, was, that was an interesting... I, I saw that and I was like, okay, I get you can use the force, but like... How much does this do? Okay, I mean, I feel like it'd be the same basic principle of like deflecting uh, blasters, just kind of like using instinct and and forcey forceness. Yeah, forcey forcey. Uh, I think it's similar to what Chirrut Imwe did with his bow on. Oh, what was the planet called again? Edu. Edu. One hundred percent. The reason I know that is because of Michael Giacchino's. Giacchino. Yep. Giacchino's. I, I, I was better. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm, no, I'm training it. myself because yeah. because like the, he has a track that's like confrontation on Edu, and I listened to. That I whole bet that's not the Jakino title of that track. You know how Jakino does Jikino... pun names? <laughs> yes, he for, does like, really stupid everything. names for every track. Yes, I love and then it. There's also a parenthetical what there, the there, studio would like you to call that track. There's one for uh, War for the Planet of the Apes, right? Which like it is. Like I just remember, I saw it and I started laughing because it was it was like the stupidest name. It's like okay, I can I tell know, you were just in there, just so like oh great, giggling like an idiot, which is probably why I love him so much because of puns. Ah, <laughs> oh, he is our people. A battle ensues. It's not a very impressive imperial fleet. There's a, a transport ship and a few ties, which the ghosts keep busy. They advise this YT-2400 to escape, but Iron Squadron doesn't back down. And Caden observes, hey, that sounds like a kid. And this plucky little transport attacks and destroys the imperial transport ship by loosing some of its cargo, which smashes into the Imperials, who then run away. Yeah, it, it blows up in this like massive uh, explosion, seriously damaged the, the Gozanti. I'm looking at it and just thinking like, you've, what kind of like- Fireworks. Uh, I mean, yeah. it would fit for the fact that the Iron Squadron was designed after Red Dawn. It was an homage to Red Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> which I feel like the Wolverines was it? Yes, never the having seen it myself. Yes. It's one of those I haven't seen it either, absorbed. but like I yes, just absorbed it. I just absorbed this nonsense. Skin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and it 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 is a pretty impressive little little bit piece of maneuvering there. And Sabine's even pretty impressed. Just like they just well impressed or just kind of appalled or just confused. Just like they just bombed the Imperial transport with cargo. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty effective. Right, I, There's a book that I haven't read, but my buddy Kay has told me about it a lot, where one of the major weapons of mass destruction is like a spacecraft approaching a planet at faster than light and then slowing down as it approaches. But while it's still very close to light speed, it just drops a handful of ball bearings toward the planet and then veers off. And those ball bearings 
traveling at light speed will destroy the planet. I mean, in one of the Expanse books, there's there's massive, massive damage done by basically just like large, large pieces of iron. But like coming yeah. in from space, like, yeah, it is going to cut with, hit with enough velocity to uh, mimic nuclear just fusion. Fallout. Yeah, yeah. Fusion. Fusion, yeah, yeah. Like by the by the time that objects traveling at, at, at near sea, then hitting atmosphere is indistinguishable from hitting concrete. Like no molecule can move fast enough to dissipate the kinetic energy of something that's coming in there. Sorry, I'm I'm quoting XKCD's Randall now. Let's go, let's go, let's stick with <laughs> I, I want to get no, to the ship. No, I was I was gonna, I was just sitting here just like, oh like you know some science stuff pretty well. And you went with XKCD is like or that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this ship. So they dock with the ship after a quick call to uh, Commander Sato, who reveals that, oh, this is probably my nephew, because his brother was on uh, on, on Mikato, what did I say? Mikapo. Mikapo, thank you. But his nephew hasn't been responding to his uh, his signals, and please please bring him back. And while they're going to uh, you know, meet up with, with the, the Iron Squadron, which was Sato's brother's flight, was the Iron Squadron. So it's just... Oh, I missed that. Very good. Yeah. Kanan, why don't you take a team to the planet? Assist the evacuation. All right. Good luck with the Iron Squadron. Sounds like a ship full of Ezra's. Let's get out of here. He, like, <laughs> rolls his eyes, and he's just, like... He's so disgusted, it looks like. <laughs> yeah. No, I'd rather have work than hang out with these weirdos. Okay, so we're introduced to the weirdos. Joner is affable and and cute, and I adore him. Gooty, she has a fantastic design. She really does. So Gooty is a Thelan. So I, I dig Thelans. That's so a cool look. We saw this uh, species in Phantom Menace, Clone Wars, and we did see a human Thelan hybrid in Return of the Jedi. Well, at least in the special edition of Return of the Jedi, it's one of the girls in Jabba's past that that Bobo just kind of like. I'm pretty sure it's 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 the human Thielen hybrid, not the Twi like that. He just kind of like taps on the chin on the way by, and it's like, yeah, oh. yeah. I'm sure that I'm sure that spawned fan fiction right there. But <laughs> but also fan fiction writers like no disparagement. Like it does not take much to get them going. I'm just like, ooh, no right. I can do a thick of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, so and uh, and and we finally hear the planet name. For Chopper yes. Base. Bring him to Adelon if you can. So I, we're just saying that out loud now, are we? Well, it's just it's on, still... a secure, on a secure channel with one of your general. With one, yeah, I mean, with, with Hera, yeah. Yeah, she's a, she's a captain. It's not Rogue One yet. She's not a general yet. Yeah, true. So, so I mean, like, yeah, it kind of makes sense. But so, yeah, so it's a planet Adelon. I've been holding back to say this for, like, a couple of months now. Because it's like, I can't say. Like, they don't know if they're going to be, like, a thing or if they're just going to just casually dropping in the middle of a random episode. Okay, well, I mean, it's just a name, I, right? No, no, because nothing, because because what? I, you know, be, be, because you told me you didn't want me to tell you what the name was. Oh, did I? Yes. Oh, I forget. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, yes. Okay. <laughs> then thank you. Then, thank you. Then, then let's, right. okay, okay. I made my point. I can, I can, I can finally sleep at night again. And let's just let's go to VTI's question. <laughs> Which is a bucket of bolts. It's full of smoke. Nothing works. You can, they find that the you can definitely see like the the. I mean, it's got like the the curved like white oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. paneling of the Falcon. It's, it's so you can definitely see like okay, that's like a another Corellian uh, uh, like design design choice. 
Yeah, but it includes, uh, we get a view of the hyperdrive engine, which I don't think we've seen before. It sort of reminded me of the Serenity in Firefly, which also has this yes. like, circular, or, or La Sirena in Star Trek Picard. Doesn't has this 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 circular sort of engine at the back. We saw the hyperdrive on the Naboo Star, Starfighter, uh, or, mm. or no, 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 on 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 the Queen's Starfighter, not the Naboo Star, Starfighter. Please don't bother important me on that. I caught myself um, <laughs> because like they were in that room and it was being hauled by an EP. We have seen a hyperdrive room before. I know there is a moment in Solo where Beckett like is injecting the coaxium into part of the hyperdrive, but I don't know if that's just like a random yeah, fuel it looks line like or a not. Fuel line, yeah. and then you follow the fuel line through the. So anyway, yeah. Um, sorry, sorry. I just we're introduced to R three, which, gosh, like, <laughs> oh, he is oh, so yeah. close to Chopper, except he has the the R two Sanctu cowl. Whoa, your hyperdrive doesn't work. We don't need a fancy hyperdrive. Mart's the best pilot in the galaxy. Chopper can fix it. Our, our, this right, this right here is R three is just like the union person, and Chopper is like the the the, the scab, and he's just like, he's like, no, 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 this is my job. <laughs> yes, union this is solidarity. The union of, of teamsters. <laughs> I like that the crew has his back. The Iron Squadron. And after these introductions are made, we are introduced to the fancy boy. His hair is so glorious. I just expected him to just like ask for berries and cream. Uh, <laughs> Mart, Mart Matin, the heroic kid. It reminded me also a little bit of, oh, what's it called? Red Squadron. Yes, I think that's it. From uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. The yes. Cadets. Yes, yeah, the Cadets. The With Robert Duncan McNeil who then came back as a very different but almost identical character because for Star Trek Voyager, they did not want to pay that episode writer for the reuse of the character that he was obviously still playing, except they renamed it Tom Paris and um, saved themselves some money. He, they also removed the fact that he like got someone killed. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, 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 they did like make him a little bit cleaner. Anyway, but but yes, so we're... we're, we're I, you got me distracted on Star Trek, and I just forgot where we were on for a second here. So, <laughs> look at the space waffles. That'll tell you everything you need to know. These look bigger. The space waffles that Zeb was eating that one time, and it had a spoon as well. Yeah, these yes. look like pop tarts. They, they. I'm sorry. I just had like a little bit of of flashbacks there, thinking about like my blister from a pop tart. Okay, is that a no, I mean, is there thing. more to that story? Yeah, no, I I get that, but is this a? Oh, there it is. Oh, it's hello. Still there a week later, like a week and a half later. But <laughs> so, I mean, this this scene is basically all of them kind of seeing like, all right, Ezra used to be this way. Yes, yeah. this is what I wanted to talk about. the The rest of the episode. It's a fairly run-of-the-mill episode. We can, you know, run through that plot in uh, in five minutes. The things that I find really interesting are the, the sort of character choices for the Iron Squadron mm -hmm. and, of course, Thrawn. Yeah, I mean... Like, these interest me 
way more than the rest of the, 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 the plot coming together and them trying to evacuate the the Iron Squadron and then Mark Matten stays behind and, oh, he's being used as as bait and they, they know it's a trap. Okay. I mean, it, no. it, 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 it's still, it's just like a, a, a fun episode. It's still just it like cool, cool to see. And it's it, it's just nice to see like the, the YT-2400, like just, it's like, oh, that's this is like a cool thing. Just like, yes, we were going to, this still exists. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're still like, we're still letting this like still exist in some way. Even though like, I don't have a lot of like love and memory for Shadows of the Empire. That was just slightly right. before my time, but it's still just like I know that matters to people. So it's like, yeah, yeah, like that's that's a cool like. It's nice to see stuff you care about exist. Yes. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be nice if I just saw Mara Jade exist again? Wouldn't that be just be spell anyway? <laughs> okay. So you're going to edit out the the 30 minutes of sustained weeping here? <laughs> no, it's still going. Okay. Well, note to self, 45 minutes. Okay. <laughs> Sabine has absolutely no problem with Guti. Uh, Zeb is not there to have a problem with Jonner. But you can still get the sort of reflections of their attitude. Like, Guti doesn't have a thing the mm. way that uh, uh, Sabine has her art. At least none that we that we get to see, but she does have that. God, the, she's so punk rock. Yeah, I mean, the, the she, she is definitely rocking the mohawk there. Like that is definitely yes. like, oh look, she she is definitely rocking. I I've tried a mohawk before and it did not work well for me. Oh, it doesn't work on everyone. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was barely listening to you. I was playing the Dead Milkman's song "Punk Rock Girl" in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Which I like to do sometimes to cheer myself up. It's a great song. So, so I mean, okay, okay. So, so like, it sounds like you're more interested in just kind of talking like character stuff. Do you not? I mean, do you not want to go through the plot? Then or you just want to talk Actually, more character yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, you're 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 right because the 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 character stuff that that is actually really well integrated into the plot. So yes, let's okay, let, okay, let do let's. So this whole sequence is is more or less just just introducing and just like oh you know we need to help you we need to help you you fix the stuff up because we have to help you get out of here and Mart's having none of it. What does evacuate mean? It means run away like a coward. Unless you didn't notice, we fight and make the empire evacuate. Yeah. I mean, like, okay, it, it's it's fairly obvious that there's, it's just like, it's a lot of trauma talking, just like, you know, your your family was from here, like, they, they died there. It's like, if you leave, are you, like, dishonoring what they fought and died for? But it's also just, like, they have no idea what the larger scale is. Yes. Didn't you see how we chased off that Star Destroyer? Yeah, that was not a Star Destroyer. It was only a transport. He keeps thinking that, like, everything is a Star Destroyer. I'm sure he probably saw, I'm sure the first time he saw, like, a bird, he's like, is that a Star Destroyer? It's like, no, no. Okay. Now I want, you know the meme that I'm talking about, a, 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 a rebel intelligence, the Japanese young man with a butterfly asking, <laughs> yes, yes, oh, yes, 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 okay. Kaki, Kaki, I think I may have just thought of your tie-in. <laughs> It's the children's book. Are you my mommy? But it's just like it's just. But it's just like, are you my star destroyer? <laughs> it's just going through, just like everything. That's his thing, though, uh, and that's why he's such a good reflection, Mart, of Ezra. He has no sense of scale, mm -hmm. and he has nobody to tell him that. Yeah, this was Ezra. Like if. If the ghost never came, if he never saw like the the like that that it could have been more, given the imperial presence on on Lothal, Ezra probably mm. would have gotten himself like killed by now. I feel like 
at least he would know what a star destroyer looks like. Yes, that th- that <laughs> like without a yeah that yeah. <laughs> I mean, but but I mean like for for them because this is still like before the empires like. Because like in a second we we hear we hear a report about several systems and one of them is oh my cop is now under martial law we're gonna send in more like uh, imperial reinforcements so he has no idea what the like the immensity of right of like the 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 imperial war machine it's yeah which it still strikes me as weird like how can you they must have a lot of faith in the Maikapoan regime. Like, that seems like a loyalist government. Uh, well, because to instill martial law without a significant imperial presence. I'm actually kind of wondering, like, was it was it like, okay, here's like a here's like a government that that's uh compliant with what we're, we're with what we're doing. Yeah. Oh, but now like the government's starting to go away and it's now like, oh, the head of the head of the government, yeah, he just fell down a flight of stairs. Onto oh, a, a yeah. pile of blasters that shot him repeatedly. <laughs> here's sure here's is a nice new, parliament you got new, there. Like, puppet. Yeah, okay. Like, And yet, one plucky ship has managed to uh, at least repel their scout party, is what Constantine reports to Thrawn in this fantastic room. And Thrawn orders him to take care of it. Ooh, 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 and there's another uh, uh, mispronunciation. He says treasonous instead of treasonous. Yes, yes, which which I'm I'm you know, thankful for for that reminder that that by now will have been three weeks ago. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> See, we remember things. We have long term hey, hey, memory. But but Thrawn hasn't shown up since. So this is the first time. So it, it, oh, is it? It fits. Yeah, it's the oh. first time that he's shown. Oh geez, now this is the problem with us recording things in such a weird order. It's hard for me to remember. I think just leave it, and then the people can be really impressed that we seem to have an extremely good memory for uh, bottom reports that came in exactly three weeks ago. (laughs) Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? Okay. I mean, the 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 thing with the thing with Thrawn here is like because I started to wonder this like myself as the episode is going on. I was like, which part of this was Thrawn's plan here? Because Thrawn sends Constantine out to to take care of it himself. I will deploy a squadron of ships. No, Admiral, I want you to handle it yourself. A single light cruiser should be more than sufficient for a man of your talents. And I mean, it's like a nice like back and forth, He's... and there's that creepiness and. Throughout it, yeah. I just kind of started started wondering, like, is Thrawn testing Constantine or is Thrawn testing the rebels? Like, is he like trying to get a feel for what the people around him? Because he doesn't know Constantine that well. Is he just like, let me see how competent you are, or is he like, I'm not okay, what sure I'm feeling who's playing here, there. What I'm feeling here is the the sort of the same that we've seen before. He is setting up Constantine to fail. Mm-hmm. He's setting up the rebels to at least reveal some of their materiel and and interior relationships. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that he wants out of this. He doesn't care about uh, a rinky-dink freighter here or there, and he doesn't care about a few rebels. He wants the, 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 the core and the essence, and possibly also to test his hypothesis um, that they can't resist what... 
I don't think I'll ever be able to hear the word essence without thinking of the Skeksis from Dark Crystal, just essence. <laughs> so now I'm just picturing just like just Thrawn like eating the the bone marrow of the. Oh, what is the species in Dark Crystal? Gelfling. Yes, I can remember. So I can remember Skeks, but I can remember Gelfling. Okay, well, that's not how it's pronounced. Gelfling. Mm. <laughs> Mm. Okay, we need some helping hands to get us back on track here. <laughs> we have some. So there's a there's a conclave where they're deciding what to do. We have hologram Rex that they have a little chat with, and the crew decides, okay, we're going to split up. We need to get these Terezinous dissidents back to the fleet or back to Chopper Base. And Ezra offers to stay behind, and he... He hugs Sabine and 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 Chopper, giving the confidence. No, we'll get that ship up and running, right, guys? Go team! We got it. And Sabine's just like, yeah, uh, okay. sure. Like she she she's not like putting up a fight. She's just just sitting, just like, what are you okay. volunteering me for? What's? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. We probably got it. We have a fantastic scene where there's a sort of peanut gallery in the engine room of whatever this YT-2400 is watching Sabine welding and R3 welding and Chopper just banging a hammer. (laughs) And a bang, 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 bang. It's so great. Chopper is the equivalent of just... uh, they 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 gave Chopper like a Fisher Price like construction yes. tool set, and he so he has like a little like, he has like a little like tool belt with just like plastic stuff. He's like, I'm helping, I'm helping. <laughs> look, Bob, look at me. But oh no, crikey, the Empire shows up again. This time with a light cruiser, and once again, as you pointed out, finally a star destroyer. No, that's a light cruiser. Star destroyers are six times that big. Okay. Oh yeah, I would do it. Well, but 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 missing from that is the fact that Mart has it. I it almost seemed to me as if Mart was like, because Mart they 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 get the hyperdrive back online and ah yeah, and then it immediately turns back off and and Sabine's just like, oh Chopper, what'd you do? And he's just like, hey, whoa, the fuck, oh. man, that wasn't that wasn't yeah. me. It got rerouted, and so, so and and because because we Wait find out that a homie. So, because we, we we find out that that Mart was rerouting it to to shields and weapons, and so it just kind of made me wonder: is like, could this have actually been fixed like all along? Like, was he sabotaging? Like, it just kind of like started making me wonder: is like, is that? Oh yeah, like, I got that. Okay, yeah. Like, I wasn't yeah. sure that was just like me that was wondering that, or like, yeah, because it was just like, I mean, he's. <sighs> He's instilled this sort of doctrine in his <laughs> friends that we don't run away. Yeah. Why would we leave that? Like, that's, I don't know, that's survivor's guilt or uh, uh, oh, like taking on the name of his his father's unit. Well, I mean, like Jonner says, We don't need a fancy hyperdrive. Mart's the best pilot in the galaxy. That's not how that works. Yeah, that's, I mean. I, I like Jonner. I like the confidence that he has in his captain and his crew. That's also like a, a reflection of Ezra. Ezra also has this this charisma and this conviction that people gravitate toward. Yeah, I mean, it, it 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 was. I mean, maybe they just really like his hair. There's that. <laughs> you know, seeing Ezra sitting next to no, you've you've set me off now. Uh, seeing Ezra 
with his short, cropped, boring hair next to the luscious locks of of, of Mart Matten. It just makes me miss his like L'Oreal coupe so much. You're so boring now. <laughs> I wish Mart Mart Matten was my son. At least he has wild, interesting hair. But he doesn't have force powers or self-actualization yet. I realized I was just sort of sort of imitating Ezra's dad as if he doesn't have a dad and that's a hugely tragic <laughs> thing. And... You're making fun of Ezra for like, I, no, like I, the, the death of his parents. Like, wow. I, no, wow. that's really bad. Hey, do you know what I noticed? Red hazard tape on the YT-2400. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they do have that. They do have that. <laughs> What I want to know, and I'm just going to skip over my little boo-boo there. I'm going to get super obsessed. Like, is there a difference between white and red striped hazard tape versus yellow and black? Discuss. Nah. Well, <laughs> It's just all, like, why the, the, is it this color on, on this ship and, and red and black on the other ship? Why? Let's let's ignore your OSHA comments and let's go to, to, to character development because in the hyperdrive room is where we have the, the moment where Ezra, like, really has that moment where like you while we were watching you were like yes yes yes, this is like finally someone says it because this is finally when ezra like says what he learned from yoda literally saying it back yeah i mean but but also i mean it's where he's like he's saying it to a mirror image of himself he like i do i do think he has like enough enough like yeah Yeah. yeah, i think he absolutely has like enough like uh self-awareness to be like yeah this is like a mirror version of like who i used to be kind of a thing i mean like because the the ghost crew was saying what was like making comments of like oh it sounds it's you know ship full of ezra's yeah yeah that's pretty accurate here because they're like very gung-ho and it seems like like ezra's finally just like so you're saying we should do nothing no i'm saying how we choose to fight is just as important as what we fight for. Yes. And it's like, yes, finally, Ezra, finally. <laughs> like, like, I'm so happy you finally kind of like just started to to just get that through your skull because sometimes it's just like, man, just be smarter. It's an interesting thing that it's also, it, it's also not quite what Yoda said. Mm-hmm. Yoda said is how you win matters focusing on that how, but it's so interesting that Ezra, he's taken that in, but he's also contrasting it to the other primary value of what you fight for, not what you fight against. Yeah. For. It's that last Jedi, you know, saving what we love rather than destroying what we uh, what we fear slash hate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's it. Well, and, and it's it's fighting for your family, for your 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 friends, for just like those that power the the downtrodden. Like, yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's trying to bring some justice into the universe. The lesson partially sinks in, and it it sinks in with his friends at least. But Mart was off probably playing the guitar and or like combing his hair uh i remember I'm, once they, they made the mistake of saying that they, that they based his hair off their moans now like that's the only joke oh, yeah. i have no, that's absolutely. The, like because i can just see it so well yes he his, i his like his like a uh, uh, pilot box thing i don't know exactly what it is like on the back it's just suspenders like <laughs> Oh, okay. It partially sinks in, Ezra's lesson, and, and Mart says, okay, well, let's abandon ship. And the, the, the crew all move to pile into the Phantom 2. Yes. 
And another very satisfying moment for you, Kaki. Yeah, finally, the (laughs) gravity switch. Yes. Because it's it's belly to shoulder. That's how the Phantom 2 has docked with the YT freighter. And so walking through a door of the YT-2400 is climbing out of the lower hatch of the Phantom 2. And it's it's depicted quite well. Yeah, I mean, like, it starts sideways as if you're... Yeah. As, well, it, it starts as if your frame of reference is where the... It, it, it basically, it rotates, like, with them as they're, like, kind of going yeah. into that gravity from, from, like, going sideways into just, like, going... Uh, Glorious. It's, it's such a cool shot. I'm so happy that, that we get to, like show you what you just wanted to see so badly <laughs> yes i'm satisfied we don't have to show it again it's finally happened i'm so happy yeah and then mark just like yeah forces the airlock out and he's just like bye guys i'm staying behind to fight because i'm better than all of you yeah like he's he's staying behind to buy them time but that's not what's in his heart like he- it's like season one Ezra like using yeah. anything as a shield. We're just like, no, like that's not what really what I'm feeling. I'm feeling I don't remember what exactly what it was, but like we, we talked about that a lot where it's like Ezra was using anything as a shield to hide from like the the deeper truths. Yeah. And and yeah. that's that's he doesn't want to leave this planet. That's the last connection to his dad. He's rejected the uh, uh, the love and the welcome of his uncle. He feels that no one's there to help him. I mean, these are that part is very recognizable to Ezra, and it sort of connects with maybe he doesn't deserve. He doesn't feel like he deserves to be helped, or that he shouldn't expect to be helped. I, I don't fully get it. Yeah, but I mean, this, this he, heroism. He did seem to indicate that he felt abandoned by by Sato because he did. Mm. I mean, I'm just it was like calling retreat, like cowardice, and like running away. It's like, oh yeah, you can't fight if you're not alive to fight the another day. Like sometimes, like you just you you have to. I mean, and also sometimes by running away, you still get shot down. Like that's not like a guarantee. Yeah. Like uh, I'm not gonna die because I'm I'm running away to try and. It's like no, like sometimes retreating also yeah, and. Yeah. So 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 I mean so he he's flying through, taking fire. Well, the phantoms like uh, just diverting t- ties off, and he tries to do the exact same thing. But Constantine, yep. it's not just a uh, transport. Incoming targets intercept with the forward batteries. Yeah, that's why you have the forward batteries. Massive cloud of smoke. It's like oh, I got him! I got him! Oh no! Oh, I didn't get them. Because the cloud of smoke is just detonated fireworks canisters that never contacted the light cruiser. He's quickly taken out while the uh, while the Phantom Two escapes. They have to wrestle with this as well, but you can't beat these overwhelming odds with just some uh, some pluck. They need to regroup, form a plan. And yeah, that and, means and leaving and, Mart behind. And 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 Mart is at the very least just like acknowledging that, just like Ezra, go get my friends out of here. We'll come back for you. He has at least enough yes. self-awareness to say, like, no, don't make my friends. I mean, because that, that, that's, that's what he was doing even by, by you know, blowing out the airlock to, to force them. Right. To, like, was just like, he can't, like, forgive himself for it or something. Like, he can't, like, let himself go, but he's okay with mm. them going. Like, that's just an interesting... Oh, I see where you're going. His, like, so it's... His, it's, he's, his he's motivation is... Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out like exactly what the motivation is. Is like, is is he feeling like guilty over like? 
yeah, I don't know. I mean, he is very young, so he's probably not articulated these feelings toward mm-hmm. himself mm-hmm. Uh, very clearly. But he's taken the step of at least releasing his friends from from that conviction that he's uh, convinced them of, of staying heroically. But he hasn't he hasn't let go of him, it himself. That whatever compulsion. The result is that when the Boo crew and three quarters of the Iron Squad reconvene on, let me see, I think it's a hammerhead. We don't know the designation. They're standing around the the sort of strategy table. I think it was Uh, the same hammerhead that we saw at the very beginning because it does seem like they have like the other relief ships or the dissident ships they're trying to get away. And they make a plan to return and rescue Mart for Sato. Commander, you're too far away. You'd never make it in time. I am all the family he has left. And they start planning. And Ezra goes over to Iron Squadron to Gooty and Jonner. I really like these characters. And they say, you know, how are we going to beat these odds that were unbeatable before? Well, yeah, now we're going as a team. Mm-hmm. Right? We were alone back then, but now we have all of our resources. Yeah, I mean, really good, like, like just m- moment of, of, like, just, like, understanding of, like, the larger scale there, Ezra, but also, like, I have to, I have to, t- uh, Ezra, I have a question for you, because... We are all for helping Mark, but it's obviously a trap. If it's obviously a trap, it's not a very good one. It's like, <laughs> Ezra, that's... <laughs> that's not how... That's not how it how works. It works. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gee, there's like a sandwich in the middle of a bear trap. Well, I know, it's, I, I know, I know that, but like, it's yeah, a sandwich. But this is a, like this is a trope that occurs in so many like oh, books yeah, and films. Yeah. Like the the first step to avoiding a trap is knowing it is there, and then they still walk into it. And that's Dune. It's clearly a trap. Yes, I know. So what do we do? Spring, Spring the, the trap. trap. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Walking around the trap. Don't don't go near the trap. Like set your own trap. How don't about play that? trap music. I mean, it can be pretty good. Gets See, the blood pumping. That, okay, okay. That, that that's. I'm sorry. Just that is the one thing where it's like I cannot just like as someone who just like I enjoy like electronic as just like the large category. Like I can't right. distinguish between like house and uh, no. Like I like as you start. I'll just oh, look like, on the label of whatever. All I know is like four times four equals twelve is a really good album by Dead Mouse. That's all I know, man. Like there you go. That's. That's Actually, like four times four more than 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 I could tell you. <laughs> plan time, plan time. They go to the. Oh, there's a rescue plan. The ghost warps back in. Yes, I've I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep just needling needling my fan homies out there. I I always like when it's just like we're not gonna like say what the plan is like because it's just like that's that's boring. Let's we're just gonna show you. So they're getting ready to basically drop the droids out to remove the mine and then just use the the magnet to pick up the yeah why does the ship not have a name yeah it doesn't does it i mean it's just iron squadron but that's the crew yeah like mart mart come on man name your name your ship something give me let me call it something other than the yt2400 that's well it's a mouthful you know the you know the rules of rebel air if they don't name it we can name it okay so so dash rendars was the outrider Mm, yeah, no, 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 no. Let me see what it looks the like. The inrider. That's got to be a sex thing, Greg. <laughs> I don't even need to Google that. That's how, uh, That's a thing for sex weirdos. 
but okay. <laughs> no. No, we can call it something else. I just No, no, it's the it's the it's the it's the double dry pontoon inrider. <laughs> yeah. Live with I'm your sorry you broke me. You broke me. Live with your sin. <laughs> yes, to to Constantine's consternation, uh, his his trap <laughs> is sprung. But his plan was to just drop one of these magnet magnetic mines on top of the inrider, and then get both the rescue ship and this this. I mean, it, what about guns? Have you tried guns? I, I mean, yeah, that that's the thing because like you have to time that like really, really right. And like if you like lead them too much, like you you don't do it. Like like you no no yeah, like okay. that's too precise timing for what you're gonna for what you're gonna like. I've got another thing that I'm gonna. We can yeah, freak no, no, out yeah. about this. Let's freak out about this one. Hera tells Jonner, "Hey, get the droids ready to uh, to drop out." And <laughs> as always. When you say, take this droid and then do something, that means you walk into a room and then you tell the droids to do it. He walks into the room with these two droids and tells them, get ready. Yeah, and that's it. Not and, like and, and, refueling them or, you know, <laughs> telling them the plan or whatever. Nope. And and Chopper is doing like the the, the thing of uh, of just like just like any like just like instructor with someone that's just like, I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to jump. I'm not going to jump. Like, Standing like, on the edge of the jump pool. Yet. Yeah, yeah, and just like <laughs> the, the, the cargo doors open, he even does a little spin. He does a little, like it's it's essentially a roundhouse punch it's, if there is such a thing. I mean, it, it it's like what he did with Dark Two D Two, but it was or no no, no not Dark Two D Dark Two T Two. That was R Two Sanctu. R Two Sanctu. There, there's there's so many there's so many droids that we've we've got. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like what well, he did because he did like spin it up, but he just didn't like do quite as much because the the R Two Sanctu got like that like, was like a that was a punt. This is a firm nudge. That was a a, a fatality there for Chopper there. For, that was he 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 earned uh, his combo no, like the yeah, no, my tie in no, solved he, that no 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 he 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 got like a really good combo and everything on Mortal Kombat and he just like <laughs> fortunately both droids turn out to have rockets they jet over to the inrider in they investigate this mine which is this beautiful shot where they're they're in some kind of crevice on the outer hall and they sort of rise their heads up to peek over the edge scooby doing <laughs> which, which like because they're using the rockets like just means that, like they, they were there and they're just kind of like just gave us a slight little just like just a tiny little like boost just like peek their heads <laughs> yes. up a little bit more it's like <laughs> they get to work zapping the magnet and the detonator and each other a little bit. So this R3 must also be a military model because those are the only ones that have those sort of arc uh, tools. Didn't uh, didn't AB5 mention that? I think so. And if this was like, I mean, if there was like a battle of my capo here before, I could see that that was like, I mean, it yeah. could be like R3 was another uh, Clone Wars hideout because, I mean, we did find out that Sato was... Uh, a member of the Commerce Guild, which is part of the Separatists. So, like, oh yeah, yeah, huh? I, right. I always forget that. We see some. I really love the 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 sort of through the window shots that we see here. Although it's not always clear which uh, ship we're on, because you've mm -hmm. got the planet in the background. It's this lovely lush. It looks lush, you know. It's 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 green and teal and uh, uh, cerulean. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Constantine now wants the ships blowed up, but oh, it's not working, sir. It's not working. 
So, okay, fine, fine. TIE fighters then, let's do that. Yeah, because the, the droids do go over and just like plant the, the bomb on the last cargo container that, that, that Mart has before they go and board the, the inrider as well. He asks, Hey, care to let me in on the plan? The droids are attaching the mine to one of your cargo crates. Ah, ah, I get it. Hey, you had like one really good idea. We're going to let you have that one idea. No, this is great. This is this is validating for for his. It was genuinely a good idea, just on a on a smaller scale. Oh yeah, and it yeah. works here too. It lets him feel included, and that they finally managed to 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 dock on. Thanks to Guti, who's on the hoist. Yeah, although Guti's not used to general safety of yeah. being in a ship. Like where? Like I'm looking at this, and just like, okay, where's your rigging lines? Like yeah. Like, come Are on, there's, there's a ladder right there. Just like have a clip on and just like, cool, I'm not going anywhere. I can, I can do yeah. my job. Like, yeah, like. <sighs> Anti-static bracelets. Come on, guys. They could use, they could learn a lot from the belters. Beltalona. <laughs> <laughs> Things are looking a little bit hairy because even though they've managed to dock on or, or they're, they're, they're trying to dock on and rescue Mart, there's an awful lot of TIE fighters here. And they're starting to become a nuisance. It's interesting how how many TIE fighters can, can be not a nuisance, depending on the episode, and how few can be quite dangerous. I would, I mean, it also depends on, because they're also dealing with the fact that they're pretty close to capital ships they're all getting they are getting like having to dodge around that mm. that like turbo laser fire and it's like i know it's just i'm not being mean but no, yeah yeah, uh, yeah but a lot of these a lot of these shots i've seen before they're flying in the middle of like a, a square for a diamond shaped formation of tie fighters like in uh return of the jedi mm-hmm. right where you had a bunch of those formations that you were that they were flying through Such but those shot. were being yes sorry you, you know I the just... exact one yeah and you know how yeah, music yeah, sounds yeah. <laughs> But those were TIE fighters that were targeting capital ships behind the, the Millennium Falcon. There's nothing behind the Inrider or the Ghost that they can be distracted by. They have an extremely long turning circle compared to how we've seen them before. And this is this is fine. Hurry, our shields can't take much more of this. Captain Sindula, reinforcements have arrived. Sato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Mart is is just happy to, to I mean Uncle June. It's like it just like Yeah. It's just a good kind of like that. That moment actually like kind of like hit me a little bit of just like, me too. like yeah, like this because it's a short little moment, but it did just get the feeling of just like he didn't think that he'd ever see like family again, or he just thought that he no. was like abandoned. It's like he felt abandoned, yeah, and now he knows that he isn't. What a wonderful thing that must be. With these reinforcements, the ghost manages to dock with the inrider and jumps to uh, uh, to hyperspace. But not before an actual Star Destroyer shows up. Now that is a Star Destroyer. Okay, then. Let's get out of here. He, he does also get to, to just, like, deploy the, the last of his bombs. It goes off. And there's a moment there where it's like, did Constantine just die? Like, did we just, like, watch the death of this, like, <laughs> named adversary? Just, like, very, like, <laughs> yeah. like just, like, unbecoming death of just, like, a, a, a... He dies the death that Samuel L. Jackson was worried about. Oh, oh, right. I, I, For he, he famously only accepted the role if if he didn't die like some sucker. See, I was I was thinking you're gonna say that if he died like Samuel Jackson did in uh, Deep Blue Sea for whatever reason. I was picturing just like, <laughs> <laughs> where would the shark come from? Yes, I know that. Oh, 
That was such a, like, it shook the foundations of what I knew filmmaking could be. That you could just have this fantastic speech. They have the, 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 the best known actor there. And just have him bitten in half by a goddamn shark. Like, while on dry land, too. Like, I while, know, like, he was standing next to the pool. And the shark must have heard this speech. He goes, no, 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 he's not going to finish this. I mean, sharks, yeah, we have the appearance of Thrawn. We have the appearance of his flagship. It's the first appearance of the Chimera, which Ooh. is so, so fantastic. And you can't. There's yeah, there's there's, there's something like there, there's something cool me, but... there's there's some cool stuff going on with the Star Destroyer. You 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 can't see it yet. Okay, I, I, like I could I could barely see it with at least my broken eyes. But so like, interesting. Okay, just, just some cool stuff for you to be like keeping your eye out for. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> uh, he shows up, shows very little interest, but he taunts Sato. Commander Jun Sato. I wondered what it would take to motivate your return to my cargo. And now you know, Admiral. Until we meet again. Yes. Until we meet again. That's what I think that he was trying to get out of here. Of just like, who is the leader of this re- rebel cell? Because he knows it's not. He knows it's not. It's not Hera. He knows that Hera isn't like the the leader of all of it. Even as even though she's like pretty high up there. That's not like. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's just like, who's the leader of this? Oh, Jun Sato? Well, maybe you shouldn't be like saying Uncle Jun over your uh, comms there, Mart. Maybe you need to learn some calm discipline. Ready discipline? From from whom would he learn this? <laughs> <laughs> Point. We have, we have screenshots of every single character in, in, in this show. Point at someone who could give an example. I would say that... Is it, Oh, I've said it by the time it, it, it gets it gets tightened up with by the time it gets to like General Dundana because they're a lot better at a no because they say Luke a lot. They do say Luke a lot in the trench run sequence. And just for the listeners at home, we've just edited another 45 minutes. Of, you, and, and it's okay, not weeping okay. this time. You keep, it's just you keep. Making it sound like I'm going off like these long, 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 long tangents when really I'm just like, no, yeah, he's just, he's, 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 yeah, they do say Luke a lot in the Death Star trans secrets. Like, yes, the they do. just like never been good at like calm chatter. Like the, the only time that I've seen like good calm chatter in this is in, is when they, was when they were yelling at, at Sabine and Wedge for like, hey, stop talking so much. Just like yes. use your code name. Like, yeah, like. And we are left with Constantine making a report. Yes, I was just about to let you know, I have successfully repelled the rebels. I assume you mean the rebels and their sympathizers escaped. And like, he he grabs his like collar. He's like, oh, like he he does like the collar tugging like. Yes, like, ooh, getting a little hot under the collar. It's, it's adorable. But yeah, I think this is what Thrawn wanted out of this. He wanted Constantine humbled. Mm-hmm. He wanted Constantine to feel like he wants uh, Thrawn's approval I, and needs to earn that. I do think that that's a good idea. I also do. I also am kind of like I also do like the idea that it was just like okay, I need to see like how competent my tools are. Can I delegate anything right, to yes. them? No, I can't even delegate this to them. Okay, I am going to assign someone to like 
Make sure you don't cut yourself shaving there, Constantine. Uh, <laughs> he didn't want those rebels destroyed. Yeah, he wanted, yeah, he, this is the this is the outcome that he wanted. If Constantine had destroyed this craft, then Sato wouldn't have arrived. He wouldn't have gotten what he wanted. Yeah, also because because if Constantine was at all like competent at his job, he would have already like captured them in like the yeah. year plus they've been trying to. So yeah, yeah. And now we're back on the planet. Adelon. Adelon, thank you. It's always hard to get a like judgments of scale for for ships. So like we it, we get a nice yeah. like I mean, it actually reminds me of especially with like how the 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 in rider is um this is so stupid. I'm so sorry. It's, it's <laughs> positioned. It really reminds me of the matte painting for Return of the Jedi, where like the, all the ships are in like the the Mon Cala Mari. Um, oh, like, the like, hangar bay. The hangar bay. Yes, thank you, thank you. Like, cause like just how it's positioned, it does feel, it does does it get feeling of just like yeah, like it feels very like classic Star Wars, like ships all aligned. So it's like ah, oh, just just gives yeah. me like good feelings. Like yeah, yeah. I love shots like this, and you've got Sato and Rex walking over the deck toward the landing ramp where Sato can greet his nephew, who hugs him. It's a really good, I mean... Yeah. My one just kind of, like, point of frustration with this, and, like, it doesn't matter with this episode because, like, Sato is still showing him, uh, him affection, but it's, but it's just like, the, just like the, oh, Uncle June, thank you for coming. Of course, it's like... You can say a little bit more to your nephew that you haven't seen in a while that you thought may have been dead. Like you can show a little bit more. Like uh, it, I, I, setting, I know he's a commander, but it's still his family. Like it's just like, man. Yeah. Like this is like the the, the one thing where just it, it just starts feeling more into that that frustrating thing of just like, oh, we can't let men show emotions. That kind of thing. It doesn't feel I'm with quite you. that way. But I'm with you there. What this needed was another scene, but they're not primary characters, so they don't get that. A scene with them having dinner. Right, uh, I mean, because even, that's what's happening next. He's going, they're going back to Sato's quarters. Sato's going to cook his nephew dinner, and that's I mean, when they're even, really going to talk. Even just like another line from from Sato, just like, just like you know, like I, I, I missed you, or just like I'm proud of you, just like something to just like kind of. I love you. Let let right? yeah yeah. I'm just, just like let Sato just like have like a moment of just like vulnerability because like it is family and like that you're no. especially if you haven't seen him and who knows how long it just yeah like there's that's like the the one i don't want to say like like like, like criticism but because he, like it it's a you you have to you can only do so much and so much amount of time and everything which is and like, he's the commander he's yeah the, he's the leader here like this is not the first time that he's he's felt this emotional turmoil this is not the first person that he loves that he's been separated from that he thought was going to die it's that's happened a lot before yeah, I mean, but yes, and, I'm with and, you. I want I mean, to see even that. even for even for like a commander, even just like hugging him is is quite a bit, and that and even like the hugging kind of goes against the the this that, that the sort of that, stoic detachment that he normally rejects, well, and, and and just like that that trope is like oh like this is like how like the the masculine like trope is like no stop like don't don't you don't you, you can. You can hug your family, damn it! <laughs> like that's yes. fine. Like yeah, yeah. So it. Yeah, and he's not awkward about it afterward. He doesn't do the <clears throat> yeah, yeah, the or the, the 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 sort of super hetero shoulder pat. I mean, you know, because Mark goes and runs off. I can't believe it! You guys came back. What do you expect? We're the Iron Squadron. I yeah, that does start to feel get a little bit of just like you really didn't think they were gonna come back, did you? You really did think that you may have just gotten like. 
No, uh, he like, was. He spent the last however long it is just as the mental equivalent of locking your bedroom door and playing the Ramones at full volume and thinking about how you're alone in the universe from the ages of 12 to 19. That's what he's been doing in his head this whole time. And so he hasn't, like, obviously they came back from it. His friends love him. Was not it was not the Ramones for me, but I still I I, I feel a little bit too close to, to home there. Uh. <laughs> well, I mean, you've had a haircut since then, so I can't tell who was that influence. The way that I mean, when you feel certain emotions and you play a Ramones album sort of in your head long enough, eventually your hair starts to grow like that. Did you know that? That's true. <laughs> I've been listening to Luden Wayne White the Third. That's why I look the way that I do. Physics prevent my attaining the sort of lusciousness that that man is capable of. Anyway, now comes <laughs> this this shot. Okay, I didn't think you'd come back for me. Yeah, sure we did. And Goody and Joner. Is R3 there? Yeah, R3 is standing right next to, is kind of sta- standing a little, like, by Chop, but also a little farther away from Chop. Just a little, just like... They yell, Iron Squad, and they sort of do the awkward goose. Like, it's not quite a high five, but they're sort of standing there cheering. <laughs> We're going to make it after all. <laughs> but there's no, like, heroic music. There's just there's just 10 adults and older adolescents just looking on in confusion while they're, while they're dancing. It's like those <laughs> that video of those, oh, what's it called? Like, goth and industrial kids doing, doing, showing off their dances. But then it's set to, like, a polka record. Yes, yes. I love that so much. Or, or Which I celebrate. It, 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 it also reminds me a little bit of, like, um, music videos with the music removed and just sound, sound effects put in, like, Yes. Prodigy's yeah. fire starter. Or yes, or the or, or dancing. Oh yes, street, you showed me that. I'm so glad street. I got to watch that. Like, see your reaction to that live because that was amazing. But uh, uh, David the, Bowie. It's also a little bit like Enchanted, the Disney movie, where it's like you you like the one person who doesn't realize that he's like in a Disney movie, that like everyone else is like singing and dancing. He's like. How does he know that song too? Wait, what's what, did you like choreograph you this? Really like, what's going on? Like, like, they're all kind of sitting around, just like, what? When did this happen? How did it? <laughs> so this is an episode that, like, I again, like, I've I've heard a lot of people just kind of like kind of talk down about it a little bit, and like. I can kind of sort of understand it, like, especially like for looking at like, because it starts to feel more like a season one episode. Yes. Season very three. early season two, maybe. Yeah. But, like, it's, like, it feels like a step back from that maturity. But fuck that. Well, but also like having that helps Ezra kind of like have that moment just like, okay, I get to be like the yeah. adult in the room, even though I'm and it's the fun. same age. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, and I'm. I'm it, with it's Mart. so much fun. It is so much fun. And so just, I mean, it's just, it's just like, it's stupid fun in like the, yeah, like I don't have to like sit here and think about like what this means for everything. It's like, yeah, we can just have fun. And just the fact that like. And it's narratively kind of brilliant because mm-hmm. I'm with Mart. Like you're sitting here rooting with a secondary character who has an arc that exists independent of propelling the plot or advancing our primary characters. This is Mart's own condensed TV show that, right, that, that just happens to have a crossover with, with Rebels, but without underserving the uh, the Boo crew. Mm-hmm. That is some impressive writing. 
it's just really fun and and we we get to to just kind of yeah, I don't. I, I, yeah, you you kind of covered everything that I could like, that. like possibly like that. That was like the forty five minutes of just me just kind of standing there, just like <laughs> trying to to say, just come up with something. And uh, you kind of spoiled my tie in, I guess. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, I, I can was. Cut. I already forgot what it was that I. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. Oh right! It was the it was the Are You the Star Destroyer uh, children's <laughs> book? That's what that's what mine was. Yes, yes. It's the like that I did. I know that the tie-in is supposed to be you know wild and and zany, but what I actually want is to I want to see what the next couple of weeks look like for June and and March. Mm-hmm. Right, Sato's he's busy man, but they're like they're not in desperate straits. Yeah, I mean, right? Like, they're 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 on a base. It's secret. They're they're relatively safe. I mean, just want to see like them just like catching up, but also just just kind of like see like that family dynamic. Like that's just like like yeah. just, it's always just yeah. I don't know. Like I've it's like, it's, it's something that like definitely we've, going we've, to going to make time for that. Yeah, yeah, and because like, I I still feel like the the feeling was that Sato thought that Mart was dead. So for him, it's just kind of like like that's kind of like the impression yes. that I was getting. So for him, it's no, just you're like right. I get like this second chance yeah. when I thought that that was gone. Like that's like a, a huge relief to have. Just like I get to to yeah yeah. I mean yeah. Then again, maybe it does turn out silly. And instead of being really heartfelt, he just introduces March to the crash of another 119 like. <laughs> nephews and nieces that he didn't know about yes it turns out that your father was a huge slut (laughs) (laughs) well and i mean also just as a thing of just like hey why isn't like mart's last name uh sato if they were brothers it's like well mark just took his mom's name and i just kind of wonder like that sounds pretty progressive for my capo yeah yeah oh Maybe maybe that's why the Empire doesn't like it. They're just like, women in charge now. No, we can't have that. No. <laughs> or maybe it's the Spanish style. Where you get you get two surnames. You get the one from your father and one from your mother. And then depending on, on, on your gender identity, you pass one of those on. Like Okay, I, inher- I was not I aware of, on. I was not aware this was, was a Oh, was it's a brilliant. Thing. Ah, I mean, so you can always tell like whose 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 parents someone, right? You, mm-hmm. from, you can look at someone's surname and you see their parents, but they don't change their names when when you get married. Okay. So you've got two double barrel. It can get really complicated because you've got double barrel family names. So you can have like, in addition to the many many first names that, uh, in particular, Catholic Spanish people enjoy giving their children. Yep. You can also have double barreled and like, you spend some time introducing yourself. I kind of like that. I, I mean, like, like there is a reason why I have like a, just like a running gag of just like, of just like, oh yeah, if, if you just like go into a Greek community and say like, oh, oh, just say like George or Chris, you have a good chance of hitting like 70% of like the males in that room. Like, yes, yes, York, <laughs> York. <laughs> uh, uh, what? So if we head to the wardrobe department, how long do you think you'll need to grow your hair out like that? I've, I can already tell you I've tried and it does not even get close to it doesn't get long Weak. it just kind of goes up and thicker and it just it 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 does not go long I, yeah. I tried I have tried wig then right it, it would have to be a wig but I I don't think that I've got 
a yellow turtleneck and suspenders? Yeah, you do. <laughs> you really do, don't you? Yeah, no, boy. I don't. I don't. But now I'm just, I'm just imagining myself wearing that, and I can't decide if I love it or hate it. And I think it's a little bit more towards hate it. But I'm still gonna go with it. I'm still gonna You're go. Still with gonna it. do it. That's my boy. Because, because I uh, like. Look, I mentioned, I mentioned it. Like that, the hair is the only joke I had with him this entire episode. I have to just like follow through. Like that, just, just I'd see it through. Hey, it's great. It distracts from the suspenders and the and the yellow. <laughs> the yellow sort of I love it. I love it. Tune in to our next episode, The Wincanthu Job. The Wincanthu. Ooh. Ooh, I like the sound of that. <laughs> oh, uh, the Rebels salvage a freighter full of weapons. You can find us at rebelair.com or rebelairpod on Twitter and Instagram. That's air with an H. I'm Kaki. I'm Greg. You're going back? It's obviously a trap. <laughs> it's not a very good trap, then, is it? <laughs> <laughs>